Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm a 90s hip hop obsessed, exclamation point loving mother to two boys. I'm a wife and a passionate digital designer. I spend my days doing what I love, which is helping women make money with WordPress, whether that's by designing and developing custom websites or helping tech women how to build their own thriving development studio. I'm here to share with you everything I know, all of the mistakes I've made so that you can take the shortcut to achieving your own version of success. To download my free guide to building your dream life, marketing your services, and booking dreamy high-paying clients as a designer, head to womenwealthwordpress.com forward slash freebie. You are listening to Women Wealth WordPress. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 10. I can't believe I'm saying that we're at episode 10. I actually set myself a goal to make it to 12 episodes and I'm so close to reaching that and I'm really proud of myself for getting here. It's definitely been a labor of love. I have definitely learned a lot along the way, but I have thoroughly enjoyed the conversations I've had so far and I really appreciate all of the feedback that I've had from you listeners out there. It's been really awesome connecting with some of you. Some of you are actually new to me and found me through the podcast, so that is quite exciting. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Today, I want to talk to something that's quite close to my heart. I have been in business for about three years now building websites and it's always the thing of if you had have known then what you know now, how would you have done things differently? So I really want to talk through some of the mistakes I made and the advice I would give to myself if I could go back in time. Obviously, I've learned a lot in that time. Some of those mistakes are meant to happen so that you pick things up and make the most out of every situation. Who knows if I would be where I am if I didn't do it the way that I did, but there's always ways we can improve. There's always things we can do better. So I hope you can get a lot out of this episode. So the first thing that I definitely did wrong was trying to do too much. When I started, I was happy to work on Squarespace. I was offering branding, social media, website design, EDM design. I was very generalist. And I think that comes from my personality type. I love variation in my life. I love challenging myself and learning new things. So that probably comes along with doing this podcast. I don't like really getting pigeonholed down. But what I found with that was I wasn't becoming an expert in any of the things that I was doing. So while I was doing them well, I am a perfect. I do do things well. I'm a smart person. I do my best. I work really hard at everything I do. I wasn't really getting to that expert status. And when that happens, when you, you know, you have all your fingers in the pies, it's just there are not enough hours in the day to do all of that and to do it really well. You can't refine your processes. You can't keep on top of it all. You will burn out. You will come to hate your work and you'll just feel quite scattered. So for me, refining down into doing just branding and just WordPress websites was an absolute game changer. And occasionally a client will come to me and they'll want the website and they'll want the branding and then they'll go, oh, but I'd be really, really want to EDM template as well. And I go, okay, that's cool. I like you. Our projects has been really good. It it doesn't take me that long to set up an EDM template. I know my way around most platforms really easily now. So I can bang that together and I can make that extra income. But it's just not something I advertise. It's not something I offer. It's a value add I can give to my current clients, but it really has meant that I can refine the way that I deliver websites, refine the way that I deliver brands and give a really exceptional experience and charge for that in that way. Definitely look at what you're doing. I hate the term niching. It 
there's something about me that I love a lot of freedom. I love a lot of spaciousness and I hate being put in a box. I hate being labeled. I hate people telling me what to do. I love the fact that I work with different types of businesses, but what I say is that I've niched via platform rather than via industry. That really sits well with me. And obviously everyone is different. You might have a niche and you might love it. That is awesome. All for you. Really find your sweet spot. And again, that can take time. Okay. The second thing I would say is not building out processes or documentation. This comes back to that thing of how I really like a lot of freedom. It's like the two sides of myself are at war, which I will talk a little bit about more in depth in the future, but I'm not going to go into that today. But part of me like so much freedom and so much openness and spaciousness and some of me needs rigor and structure and routine to reduce the mental load to reduce those decisions and the thinking I need to do on a daily basis what I find is that when you don't have processes and you don't document your processes even though you're doing something over and over again like building a website it's all the same steps every time you go to the next step you have to come back and be like okay what do I do now what's the next thing and you've got this kind of cloud of anxiety hanging overview of did I miss something if a client comes back to you and they go oh this is broken you have that little seed of anxiety in the back of your head like oh did I actually do that did I actually submit it to the search console did I do all of these things that are really important if you document your process and you build yourself checklists and you build yourself service level agreements and SOPs standard operating procedures coming in from my corporate days build checklists and templates and duplicate them for every project that will allow you to go back and be like yes I've done all of the things if you're quite often, once you get into a flow, your brain will go, okay, this is what I do next, but it'll stop you on those days that you're not quite firing on all cylinders. You've got something to refer back to and give you that direction you need to keep a project moving. And it's also really great for clients as well at each stage of the project to send it to them and be like, this is what I've completed. Because for them, all they see is a web page. They don't see all of the plugins you've configured, the themes you've configured, how much time you spent actually inputting the image alt tags and meta descriptions and things like that. But when you really Really lay it out as a checklist like I have hundreds and hundreds of points in my checklist for a standard website build you can give it to them and they can really see the value in what you've delivered I think that really helps with that handover piece okay so the next one number three is charging too low I do believe this is a very hard one to get right and it's a never-ending loop <laughs> prices aren't stagnant prices should always be raised in line with how you develop your skills as well as in line with inflation and cost of living and all of those types of things but I do believe it's almost a rite of passage as a freelancer to start out and be charging not enough (laughs) so I think when I started I was charging $500 for a brand and $1,000 for a WordPress website and at the time when I booked those projects I was so stoked with that and even that was hard for me at the time of recording I charged six thousand six hundred dollars for a standard five page brochure website and I charge four thousand four hundred dollars for a brand package so my average client booking is around the 10 grand mark because most people come to me for brand and website so for me I have one client like I can do probably two clients per month of brand and web so two websites two brand and that's a very comfortable place for me to be without pulling too much from my creativity without draining me too much and it's only two clients that I have to deal with so So for me, it's really the people management and the project management that takes it out of me. So when you have those high prices, everything else starts to fall into place. You have enough money in the bank to pay yourself. You have enough money to put aside for tax. You have enough money to start to invest in yourself, pay yourself super, go on holidays, all of those things. Actually, one of my last episodes was about setting your prices. So I do encourage you to go back and listen to that and see if you can raise your prices. Please do it. (laughs) 
make it something that makes you a little bit uncomfortable every time you learn something new, every time you over deliver on a project, every time you experience cope creep, every time you finish a project and you get raving reviews, these are when you should be thinking about putting up your prices. And even if you did it a month ago, who cares? Do it again. (laughs) I'm really encouraging you to go and do it. Okay. So the next one, number four, is not offering maintenance or hosting. This is definitely my number one, but I didn't want to put it first in case I scared you. Maintenance and hosting is the single biggest game changer that I have experienced in my business. And I will do a whole episode about this at one point, but it stops the ebbs and flows of income and it sets you up to have a base level of income that is coming in regardless of what is going on in your business. If you're taking time off, if you're sick, if you're away, any of those things, you have a baseline to go from and eventually you'll get it to a place where that baseline will cover all of your expenses. And then continuing, you will get it to a place where it also covers your wages and then anything else is cream. I actually checked my hosting spreadsheet this morning and I'm currently earning $18,222 per year in hosting. And that goes up with every project. I don't remember the last time I had a client who didn't opt for my hosting and maintenance. And so it just is a recurring source of income that grows and grows. So it's a huge opportunity in a web dev business. I actually didn't start this until about a year and a half ago. So I'm really impressed with where that number is currently sitting. And I know it is something that will continue to grow and grow. This is something I really cover in my course. And I really encourage the women in my course to do. Again, I will do a whole episode about this, but just to give you a bit of a rundown, a lot of people have uh, fear of hosting and they think it's too technical and they think it's going to be too hard and it's not suited for them. They just like to design all of these things. However, I will tell you that your clients, are, if you're a website developer, your clients are going to come back to you regardless of whether you offer that hosting or not. And you're still going to be their point of contact if something goes wrong. So you're still going to have to deal with all of those things like rolling back a website if it gets hacked, making sure that their backups are set up, all of those things, but you're just not going to get the ongoing benefits for it. And also when you do hosting and you set it all up correctly and you get to know the system and the software that you use, you're in a much better place that when something does go wrong, you can fix it. So if a client site gets hacked now, I can fix it within 30 minutes. It's actually quite an easy process to go through that can really help you fix that once you know the software. So not only does it give you recurring income and peace of mind with your financial situation, it also gives you peace of mind with the software and the service that you offer to your clients. So I really encourage you to for that. I use Cloudways and I host my own websites on that and I host my clients' websites on that. If you want to give it a try, you can use the code WWW25 and that will give you 25% off for three months. The thing I like about it as well is that it's scalable. So you set up a server, you can choose it at a location that's close to you. And as your business grows and your clientele grows, you can scale a server to add more memory and add more RAM. And so you're not paying like a really high price from the start. It's really great to keep in mind it scales as you do. Okay, the fifth one is working in isolation. Community is absolutely everything. And I have come to learn this about myself that I'm definitely an introvert. I love working by myself at home, not talking to anyone 75% of the week. However, I do need some kind of social interaction and someone to bounce ideas off and someone to hype me up and someone to just talk to and discuss all of the issues that we're going through in our business and people who relate to that. And so I have joined so many online communities and I get so much value and joy in that. My Instagram, I'm always DMing people and chatting in the comments about whatever it is. Like I try and be very transparent and show up and show a little bit of my life on there. And I've built really great relationships on that platform. But there's also a few Facebook groups I love, Web Designer Boss Ladies. I have a 
WhatsApp group with some of my really close designer friends that we quite often voice memo to each other. I'm in a few online networking groups, a couple that I love, Cool Well Collective, The Cheer Squad. There's even a new one, Web Mavens, and that's specifically for women and web devs. So I love that idea as well. And every now and then I'll just put up a post on my Instagram and be like, hey guys, I'm going to have a co-working at my house this week or next week. Who wants to come? And I do have quite a good local network. And then also like last time I had a woman come along who she was so funny. She was like, I follow you on Instagram and I love everything you do. And I've never even talked to you. And I was like, oh, come. And I was like, yay. (laughs) I love that. I love that you can build a relationship online and then bring it into real life. I do like to have a mix of in-person and online. And I find that really adds to my life. Like I come away from those sessions exhausted, but glowing. Like I love catching up with people. And when you can share knowledge, you can be transparent, you can help each other out, you can pump each other up. It is an absolute game changer for your business. So I definitely recommend that you start that. And the last one is not building in downtime. So I am a goer. I am a doer. This is my superpower. I do believe that success takes work, but I no longer subscribe to the hustle culture. There really is a balance. Like you can't just manifest millions of dollars. Like Someone might be able to. Great. Good on them. But the majority of the time you do need to work to make money, to make a living, to build a business. It takes time and it takes work. However, we also need to, as creatives especially, build in time away from our desks. So I do things like getting my nails done every week. I get a massage once a month. I'm really trying to prioritize wellness as my main key performance indicator. And I've really tried to flip the script on that always working, which is something that does not come naturally to me. My default mood, my default mode is go. I love working. I love what I do. I love succeeding. I love being at my desk and I love feeling like I've accomplished something. So it is very very hard for me to be like, no, I need to go for a walk this morning and enforce that as a general rule and make that a part of my life. I do encourage you to build in some rules as well that help you achieve this and help you build a life where downtime is a priority because I have noticed huge differences myself with that and I know you will too. Okay, I actually can't believe I didn't add this as a note, but I'm going to give you one more bonus one here. So we're going to go up to seven. My last one is not educating myself more. Like I said, I'm a doer, I'm a goer, I'm a learner. I love a challenge. I love teaching myself things. So web dev was a very natural progression for me from the digital sphere that I was working in, digital marketing in my previous corporate career. However, I say this time and time again, you do not know what you do not know. So when I started and I built that first website for $1,000, I didn't realize that you have to configure SMTP. The forms on the website, I got a call from the client down the track saying that her forms weren't going through. And I was like, shit. (laughs) So I looked into that. I Googled it. Google is your best friend. However, until something went wrong, I didn't know that I had to Google that. I didn't know that I had to implement that. So there was a lot of things as I went that took a lot of time and I had great relationships with my clients. So I could go back to them and say, hey, I'm just doing this thing on your website and missed it as part of the initial process. Or it's something I've learned now that's really important. So we do need to implement it. I'm doing it free of charge. But all of those extra steps could have been avoided. They could have been implemented in the first place had I have known. Going back about six months in, I really hit this point where I was like, my current skills are not 
matching up with my expectations and what I really want to be able to deliver. And I'm experiencing these problems and there is just some disconnect here and I can't go to the next level if I don't educate myself more. And I actually looked for online courses about WordPress and the ones I found were in America and the websites themselves were so badly designed. I just was like, I'm not going to be spending thousands of dollars on this course. So I ended up not doing anything because I got this analysis paralysis, nothing really fit what I was looking for. I just kept going as I was going. And over time, I learned all of those things that I needed to know. And it did take me probably a good year and a half to get really confident with my process and what I was doing. And by that time, I decided to put it all into my own course, Women Wealth WordPress. However, if I had have gone back a year or a year and a half to having a course like mine at the start of my journey, I would have made so much more money from the start. I would have been so much more confident. I would have saved myself so much time, so much stress, so much anxiety. So I do also really recommend looking at something that is going to increase your education, that is going to increase your confidence and increase your skills so that you can deliver a better project, you can deliver a better service and you can charge more money. So that is definitely number seven. Okay. So I hope you've got something out of it. I hope this has sparked something in you. I have had a few messages about people enjoying the podcast. So I would really like to encourage you again to please go and leave a review if you haven't already, but you've got something out of any of these episodes so far. Also, I'm an open book. Please shoot me an email. Hello at seedlingdigital.com.au if you have any questions or if you have anything you would like me to cover on the podcast. So this is going to be an ongoing thing now. I really want to put more episodes out. So I'd love to answer your questions. If you have something that you are struggling with at the moment, I would love to be there and hash it out with you. If you have any guests that you would like to hear from, also let me know. That would be really awesome. All right. I've gone a little bit over time. This one's going to be a little bit longer than some of the other mini-sodes, but I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you next episode. Thank you for listening. If you love what I do here, you can connect with me on Instagram at Seedling Digital or at Women Wealth WordPress. I'm always up for a chat and I'm a complete open book. So feel free to email me with any questions or check out my website, womenwealthwordpress.com. Until next time, aim big.